everybody, and welcome into another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined, of course, by Tiger head coach David Alexander. And, Coach, before we get to the actual football questions, uh, another one in the long line of COVID questions this year. Uh, school right. had to go to distance learning last week, which certainly changes some things. So how has that looked different for you guys as a football team? Well, it has. It's right. Just one more hurdle. Uh, you know, when we finally get to football during the day, it, it's looked the same. Um, but as a coach, you know, we're a paranoid group anyway. We sure love to have our kids, you know, uh, in a structured, you know, daily routine. Um, but they're at home doing the, in the distance learning. You know, it's a constant reminder. Hey, you guys get up. You know, you have to log on to your, your Canvas, right, our software that we use here at Broken Arrow. You know, uh, to take attendance, you've got to keep up with your grades, you know, all that stuff. And, and you have different players that are, right, that need to be in front of a teacher. If they can, it helps them learn. And so we're, we're trying to help them as much as we can. But um, – and we're going to get through it. And it's because it's the right thing to do for the kids, uh, the players, for all the kids in, in, in Broken Arrow. And, uh, you know, we're just lucky that we get to keep playing. So, obviously, they're at home and, and doing things on their computer. Do they have, like, a check-in time for practice that, that still fits into the normal, quote-unquote, flow of a school day? Well, what we've done is, right, uh, sixth hour usually starts at 1.30, or the bell rings at roughly 1.30. Um, we've pushed the start of our football, sixth hour football, back to 2 o'clock. That way, when fifth hour's over at 1.30, that gives them some travel time to get here. Um, that was a little, that was a you know, learning curve for us coaches as well. A little bit different, but you know, it's, it's worked out great. Um, it just pushed everything back 30 minutes, which is obviously no big deal. Um, you get up here at two, start meetings, and, uh, and then you know, then that's all routine for the kids, and it's it's great for them. It's great for us to have some kind of routine in this uh, in this 2020 world of no routine <laughs> every day. Yeah, I've, I've felt that in a big way over the course of this year. Let, let's talk some football. Uh, going back to the game Friday night, the, the energy and the physicality in particular were, were clearly there in that game the other night. What impressed you the most about your team in that game? Wow, what impressed me the most? Um, well, the, the thing that I was most happy with, Adam, was uh, we challenged them. Yeah, it's playoff time. I want you to come out of the tunnel with lots of enthusiasm. Right, let's Let's start this game off. Let's don't let's don't ease into it, right? Let's start this game off on fire. And that's what they did. They came out of the tunnel and they were really ready to play and it carried it all the way through to the end. It was, uh, it was a great way to start the playoffs. Keon Barnett uh, had a touchdown run where he absolutely ran through a couple of defenders right. at, at about the one yard line. Uh, is that type of physicality something that you guys have seen from him consistently? Well, what we've seen from, from him consistently is his ability to, to, get yards after contact. Um, that was obviously his most physical run, right? You've done all, all the games this year, um, and that was a very physical run. It, it's very, But it, it has been routine for him to break tackles, you know, make guys miss, run through an arm tackle. Uh, I, you know, but I do. Coach Alexander's got a – I want to call it more of a guideline than a rule, right? If you get, <laughs> if you get tackled inside the five-yard line, right – we're not giving you the ball the next play. Somebody else is going to get to score the touchdown. So, uh, obviously, Keon's been around for three years, and he knew he was not going to get get tackled inside the five. It, it was impressive because uh, he went up a couple against a couple guys that were bigger than him and, and made his way to the goal line. Griffin Stever did the same thing uh, right. a little while later. So that that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, you guys kind of raced out to a, to a big lead early in that game. How did you feel like the team did staying focused and kind of keeping their foot on the gas throughout the course of that contest? Uh, very well. We came out at halftime, and, and we, you know, the first group continued to play for about halfway through the third quarter, and they they played really well. You know, created another turnover, got another touchdown, 
Um, so played very, very well. You know, from uh, about the five or six minutes left to go in the third quarter, you know, we started substituting. We didn't wholesale change, but we started, you know, the sub and the one and two got, you know, a few guys at a time out. And uh, it was good. It was great to get some of those guys some reps. But I was I was really pleased with the way the team uh, responded. Uh, on first down, the offense averaged more than eight yards a play over the course of their first down plays in that game. When you have that kind of success on first down, how does that aid your offense overall? Well, you know, you don't go into a game thinking, hey, we're going to average eight, eight yards <laughs> of play on first down, right? It's, it's just um, it's, a, it's a product of great execution offensively, you know, both on the line and, and in the backfield and, and quarterback and receivers. It's just uh, – it was a um, great week of prep- preparation. You know, you have to give Coach Wilkinson and his offensive staff some credit for putting the plan together to take advantage of what Putnam City is going to do. And, you know, then, the, then, of course, most of the credit goes to those kids – are really playing hard. Spev, uh, with that being said, says all the time, hey, third down success starts on first down. You sure. had a lot of success on first down, but you're only one for seven on third downs. How did you kind of diagnose that as you went back and broke down film and those third down struggles in that game? Well, the third downs, you know, there was um, there was probably three of them there in the third or fourth quarter, third and fourth quarter when, right, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Jake Raines handing the ball to Marion or Sanchez. So, uh you know, but even even still, one out of four, twenty five percent is not what you're looking for. Um, you know, we had a couple errant throws, we had a missed block on one of them. So you know, we that will be a key statistic uh, this next Friday night. And we're looking forward to that one Friday night against Union. That is uh, at Tuttle, half of Tuttle Stadium, I guess, right, right. now. But That's uh, a good way looking, of it. looking forward to that contest. Uh, we will talk about the defensive side when we come back in just a moment. You're tuned into Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Just a reminder, there will come a time when they can no longer share a bedroom. That's why we have a complete array of home loans, so that dream of more space can come true. Right on time. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Finding your happy place is something special and different for everyone. You probably already know where to find yours, and TTCU Federal Credit Union can help you get there. Talk with our team. We'll give you the tools to build the financial future you want. So wherever your happy place finds you, TTCU will meet you there. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Adam Hildebrandt, and head coach David Alexander with you. We just talked about the offense. Let's flip over to the defensive side of the football. And, and we hit a little bit in that first segment on uh, the start of the third quarter and, and how well the team played at the start of the third quarter. You guys give up no points and all of 10 yards to PC in that third quarter. Uh, were there some adjustments made at halftime that, that helped with that? Not that they had had a lot of offensive success in the first half, but that's that's a pure lockdown for 12 minutes. Yeah, no, there were no adjustments to be made because um, obviously the defense had played fairly well in the first half or, or you know, maybe better than fairly well. And and it really was, you know, uh, we started to wear them down a little bit. You know, their their quarterback had uh, been banged around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're running – you know, he wasn't having any time to throw – and not having much success running the football. I think it was just an accumulation of they were behind at halftime and quarterback was getting beat around a little bit. And so I just think, uh, 
you know, we kept playing at, at the same level, and maybe Putnam City just said, man, this is uh, this Broken Air fo- football team is really physical. Absolutely, yeah. And with a quarterback like Marcellus Hawkins, who's the PC quarterback, and we'll see something similar at Union this week, guys that are that athletic and, and can get out of the pocket – contained becomes very, very important. How did you feel like those guys up front graded out in terms of keeping him in the pocket and, and not allowing him to scramble around a lot? Well, after the first series, I think they did a fantastic job. You know, if you'll remember in the first series of the game on the third play, you know, he scrambled for – it was a third and nine play, and you've got to get off the field on those. And he, he scrambled and got a first down. And, you know, those are – you know because you, you know that's you, – if you tackle their quarterback, if you tackle Putnam City's quarterback, you were going to have success. And so to let him let him out on the third play of the game um, was not ideal. But uh, there weren't very many times after that that he was able to get. Um, I don't know if he scrambled for a first. He might have scrambled for one more first down. But that's pretty good for uh, a guy that's done all that he had done for Putnam City all season. He certainly had the ability to scramble all year, kind of when he needed to. And so locking him down a little bit was was a big accomplishment. Uh, Jadanian Floyd Wright absolutely hit, lit up a couple of guys on Friday night. He had another very physical game. Uh, and he plays a little bit of a unique position defensively. So what are some of the right. specific challenges that he faces, and, and why is he able to perform those duties? Well, Jadanian, he's, he's just a junior, and he's already figured out, which is an amazing thing for a junior, how to play fast. He's, he plays full speed all the time. And a lot of high school guys think they're playing high, playing full speed until they see themselves on film. And Jadeyan just plays so fast and so, um, you know, 100% all out all the time. That allows him to get to the ball. He's, you know, the other side of the field, he's over there close. Um, he's had a fantastic season. He's a little bit of a hybrid, right? He's probably, if you, if you were going to characterize him, he's a, he's a strong safety, right, in, you know, the older school vernacular. Um, we use him uh, as a linebacker, you know, in, in run situations and uh, uh, flat safety in the in passing situations. He's got to low and know a lot of football, and he's got to be physical because we ask him to get in the run game. So we give him a lot of opportunities to make plays because of his ability and his, the trust we have in him. But, um, you know, for just being a junior, he's really, really um, turned it loose, and he's playing fantastic football. You mentioned uh, in our first segment that you were able to get some guys in on, on both sides of the ball that uh, to get some experience, especially in a, in a playoff format because right. you only have so many of those games a year. How did you feel like those guys performed uh, on the defensive side in particular that, that got, were able to rotate in and, and get some snaps? Well, um, they, they performed like guys that hadn't played a lot of time, played a lot in big games. Um, uh, but that's why you do it. You know, that's how you build a, a program. So – you know, obviously that game, was, we, had, we were going to win it. Um, it was in hand. You get those guys out there and get that experience of being on the field. Um, the coaches are 40 yards away from you making calls. You have to make adjustments. You have to line up correctly. And then you got to play hard. And that's tough. It's, that's a tough transition for a young guy for the first time. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, that's, how you, that's how you build a program, a sustaining program that's going to go win. You mentioned uh, the speed of Jade and Floyd Wright and, and being able to get across the field to, to fly to the football, and that's a, a subject we've talked about a lot in terms of the turnover game and creating turnovers right. and how you have to get multiple guys to the football. Did you feel like the defense got to the football with the kind of energy and speed that they needed to not only to win that game but to make a run in the playoffs? Yes, 100%, uh, Adam, 100%. You know, we went through a big stretch in the middle of the season of not getting – hardly any turnovers. You know, we went 
you know, probably four or five games with just getting one turnover against Edmund Memorial. So to win these big games, you have to have the ball uh, more times than your opponent. And the only way to do that, and there's a couple ways to do it, but the biggest way is to get four or five guys at the tackle, right, whether it's a pass or whether it's a run. That way if the ball squares out, it's on the ground, you've got guys that can recover it. So, and you, to do that, it just, it's, it's just completely effort. Absolutely. I, I don't remember what game I was watching Saturday, but the, the a ball popped out basically behind the center and sat there by itself for about three seconds, which it felt like an eternity because you don't usually see that happen very often. That's a look back at the defense and the win against Putnam City on Friday night. We'll look ahead to the contest against Union when we return in just a moment on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments and we are fully prepared for your safety and our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24 seven please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries, and we're open for your appointments, from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. We're back on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Tiger head coach David Alexander joining us. And, Coach, you got you got a, a rematch this year against Union, which is not sure. un, uncommon uh, in the 6A1 playoffs to play somebody you've already played. And we right. hit on this some back when we were playing Owasso and Union at the beginning of the year. But what, what's the biggest difference between facing a team for the first time in the season and facing them a second time in the season? Well, when you, you face a team for the second time in the season, you, you do as much scouting of yourself as you do of them. Um, you know, you want to look at yourself very, very um, thoroughly. You want to know what, because what's Union looking at? What, what do they see, and how how are they going to attack us or defend us? So, you know, we did a we did a very hefty self scout. Um, you know, we think we know. You know, we thought we know who we were, right, and what we we're going to try to do, and and now we think we know, or we hope we know what Union thinks of us. Um, so it's it's. Uh, you know, again, another thing we've talked about a lot, a lot, Adam, right? Coaches are paranoid people, and so, you know, you hate it, you, you know, but it, but it is. It's just part of uh, being in 6A1, and that's what's going to be. This is going to sound like a random question. Have you seen the movie The Princess Bride? It sounds like, right. and they think we're going to do this, but they know that we think they're going to do this, yeah. and then you go back and forth. It, right. it, it can go on forever. Sure. Uh, how do you contain that kind of mental chess match to say, okay, this is what we think, but we, we can't get too far away, obviously, from what we're good at? Well, right. So um, you take what, you know, you're good at, right, number one, right, and you emphasize that. You know, we're going we're gonna to do this and we're going to live by this. Um, so how is, how is Union going to defend it? Are there any tweaks to it, right? You, you, don't, you don't get away from your, your best stuff offensively or defensively. You just, right, is there a soft spot? Is there a weak link, weak link? And can we cover it up? How is your team different than it was in September the last time you played Union? Well, defensively, right, it's the number one thing. You know, we had a, we've got a new def- defensive coordinator from last year. You know, we didn't get spring football. We didn't get the team camps. Um, 
and it took quite a bit of time. You know, just the kids learn, learning the defense and the defense understanding, you know, how to, how to perform it um, and then putting it all together. And, boy, I, th- I really think the last three or four weeks we've really looked quite a bit different um, and we're getting, uh, we're getting the results. We're getting turnovers. We're getting third down stops. And, uh, you know, we've scored some touchdowns on defense, right? Points on defense are huge. On the flip side of things, Union was winless the last time you all met and, and remained so after the game. Uh, they've won a bunch of football games since then and have, have sure. clearly gotten better. So what's what's the biggest way that they're different? Now? Well, you know, they're, they were dealing offensively with the same thing we were, a new offensive coordinator for them. And they didn't get spring ball or team camps. And it, it took uh, their coach Maddox, that's the offensive coordinator over there, some time to figure out his kids and for the kids to figure out the scheme and what, what fits best for them. You will, the team that rolls out there for Union offensively does not look anything like the team we played offensively uh, in week two, um, almost completely different. And so uh, they've got to have a ton of confidence because they've been, they've been rocking and rolling since midseason. Uh, obviously, we, we know and we talked about it back in September, the kind of talent that A.J. Green is at, at running sure. back. What did you feel like you guys did well with him in, in that game that needs to continue in this one? The number one thing with A.J., right, is don't let him go get his shoulders square to the line of scrimmage. You hear that a lot if you watch college football. We've got to make him – you know, turn his shoulders to the sidelines. Um, you know, he was the fastest player in the state, uh, fast track, fastest track guy in the state last year. And so I'm sure – I doubt know, he's gotten any slower. No, yeah. <laughs> and he's, so he's still extremely fast, and he's big, and he's super, super talented. So, you know, we've got, we've got to take some of that away from him. We've got to clog up the lanes. We've got to get off blocks defensively, and we've got to make him uh, run toward the sideline. What is uh, one key that you're looking for from the Tigers on Friday night? Well, um, we've got to continue a couple things. We've got to continue to get turnovers, right? We're, we're a run-predominant offense, and Union now is a run-predominant offense. They're going to run the ball 70 75% of the time, so, which means possessions are going to be limited, right? If both teams get seven or eight possessions, I think that'll be a lot. Um, and so you, if you win the turnover battle by one, you know, your, your, your percentages of winning the game – go up a bunch. If you can create more than that, you know, you've given yourself a really good chance. Well, we'll be looking forward to it. Uh, Broken Arrow taking on Union Friday night at Tuttle Stadium. I will have that one for you on AeroVision. That's head coach David Alexander. I'm Adam Hildebrand. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crit. <laughs>